Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Thursday, the 15th of February, 2024. I'm Michael Thompson. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. So let's get going. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 gained 0.8% today to finish at 7,606 points. Again, of course, it was earnings results that really dominated the day. Tech stocks did best thanks to a major takeover offer, while real estate and consumer discretionary stocks also outperformed. Energy stocks did worst. Uh, NAB and ANZ led the banks higher, both up more than 1%, while Macquarie Group was another very strong performer, up 3.2%. Among the non-reporting stocks, WiseTech Global and James Hardy both did well, while Woodside fell sharply down 2.8%. Worst on the day, though, were Data3 and ProMedicus, both down around 13% after reporting half-year results. Best was Altium, which received a $9 billion takeover offer from a Japanese group with its share price, jumping almost 29% today. In economic news, the unemployment rate has pushed above 4% for the first time in two years, coming in at 4.1% for January, according to the ABS. On to story number two, lots of big companies reporting today. Growth in mobile phone, international and infrastructure services has helped Telstra boost profits by 12%, though things aren't looking as good for its enterprise division, which provides services to businesses. Its shares closed down 2.4% today. Australia's biggest conglomerate, Wesfarmers, announced a 3% jump in earnings helped by higher sales at Bunnings and Kmart. Its share price was up more than 4.6%. And Australia's leading property group, Goodman, has upgraded full-year earnings, even though a write-down of assets led to a loss for the December half. Story number three, another interesting earnings result today was Treasury Wine Estates, owner, of course, of the Penfolds brand. It announced an 11% fall in profit, cut its first half dividend, and yet its share price jumped nearly 3%. This is a great case of investors, I suppose you'd say, thinking forward rather than kind of looking backwards. Chief Executive Tim Ford said that the slide in earnings was because the North American business didn't do so well. Now, that business is based around the 19 Crimes brand, which has American rapper Snoop Dogg as its figurehead. Ford said that business should stabilize after a lean patch, and along with Californian luxury wine business Dow Vineyards, which Treasury bought last year, things are looking up. Investors bought into that story, notwithstanding the week December half. Another bit of information from the results, Ford reckons global prices for top-tier Penfolds wines, think Grange, will jump if China reopens. So maybe, not giving any advice, but perhaps stock up on that wine now. Story number four, BHP has decided to take a massive $2.5 billion US dollar write-down on its nickel asset in Western Australia, putting in jeopardy thousands of jobs. The big Australian lost a little over $300 million on its WA nickel operation in the December half thanks to an oversupply of nickel on the global market. Part of the write-down includes the West Musgrave nickel project purchased as part of its acquisition of Oz Minerals last year. It blamed a flood of cheap Indonesian nickel for the loss. We've talked a lot about that. Uh, There is now a chance that BHP will mothball its nickel business, put it into care and maintenance, which would trigger big job losses. Separately, BHP said it will recognize a charge of 3.2 billion US dollars on the deadly Samarco disaster following a court verdict in Brazil last month. At least 19 people were killed in the 2015 Samarco Dam tragedy and owners Vale and BHP were found jointly liable. Its share price fell almost 2% today. 
And finally, story number five, Anthony Albanese, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and New Zealand PM Christopher Luxon have warned that Israel's ground invasion of Rafah in southern Gaza would be, quote, catastrophic and have called for it to be abandoned. In a joint statement, the heads of government have called for a ceasefire for Hamas to lay down its arms and for all hostages to be released to enable a, quote, path towards securing lasting peace for Israelis and Palestinians. The Prime Minister said a military operation into Rafah would be catastrophic with around one and a half million Palestinians currently taking refuge in the area, including many Australian, Canadian and New Zealand citizens and their families. They called for Israel to listen to its friends and it must listen to the international community. It came as the US-backed peace talks in Egypt hit a major hurdle after Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said he would not send a delegation back to Cairo to continue the negotiations until Hamas softened its stance. That's it for the Afternoon Report for Thursday the 15th of February 2024. Sean Aylmer and I will be back tomorrow morning with the Friday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Michael Thompson. Enjoy your evening.